0: WFYI podcast brought to you by Bloomington, Indiana, an American college town offering food and drink, college sports, outdoor activities, live music, cool art and good times daily. Everyone is welcome in Bloomington. More information at visitbloomington.com.
1: What we're going to do right here is go back, way back, back into time.
2: This is Butch Slaughter and you're listening to the Echoes of Indiana Avenue. Welcome to my neighborhood, the Avenue. I grew up here, and each week I'll be sharing the sounds and stories of the people that made the Avenue great. Welcome back to The Avenue. The influential jazz producer Creed Taylor passed away on August 22nd. He was 93 years old. Creed Taylor was born in Virginia in 1929. Creed rose to prominence in New York during the 1950s producing jazz records for the Bethlehem, ABC, Impulse, and Verve labels. In 1967, Creed started his own label, Creed Taylor Incorporated, or CTI for short. Creed Taylor was known for his distinctive production style. The music issued on CTI featured grand orchestral arrangements, and used contemporary pop hits as source material. Some jazz purists criticized Creed's work as being too commercial, but Creed's supporters praised his work for growing the audience for jazz. Creed Taylor produced music by some of the biggest stars in jazz, including the greatest legends of Indiana Avenue. And for the next two weeks, we'll be listening to Creed Taylor's work with West Montgomery, Freddie Hubbard, and J.J. Johnson. On this week's show, we'll focus on Creed's work with West Montgomery. From 1964 to 1968, Creed produced ten albums for West Montgomery. For the next hour, we'll be listening to music from those recordings. We'll also hear thoughts from Herbie Hancock and Herb Albert. They both worked with Wes during his years with Creed Taylor. Let's start with music from the 1964 album Movin' West. This is Wes Montgomery with Movin' West and People. That was West Montgomery with People. That track was produced by Creed Taylor. Creed passed away on August 22nd. Up next, we'll hear the title track from West Montgomery's 1965 album, Bumpin'. That was West Montgomery with Bumpin'. On this week's show, we're paying tribute to Creed Taylor. He produced 10 albums for West Montgomery between 1964 and 1968. In 1966, Creed paired West Montgomery with the jazz organist Jimmy Smith for an album titled The Dynamic Duo. We'll hear a track from that project now. This is Wes Montgomery and Jimmy Smith with Road Song. ¶¶ That was West Montgomery and Jimmy Smith with Road Song. That record was produced by Creed Taylor. Some of our listeners may know that the Echoes of Indiana Avenue theme song is based on one of West Montgomery's recordings with Creed Taylor. And we'll hear that track now. From the 1966 album Tequila... This is West Montgomery with Bumpin' on Sunset. Indiana Avenue, will return with more music produced by Creed Taylor after this short break. This is Butch Slaughter, and you're listening to the Echoes of Indiana Avenue. On this week's show, we're paying tribute to the influential jazz producer Creed Taylor. He passed away On August 22nd, he was 93 years old. We're focusing on Creed's work with West Montgomery. From 1964 to 1968, Creed produced 10 albums for West Montgomery. And when Creed founded his own label, CTI Records, the first album he issued was from West Montgomery. T.I. Records was founded in 1967 as a subsidiary of the trumpet player Herb Albert's A&M Records label. W.F.Y.I.'s Kyle Long recently spoke with Herb Albert. They discussed Pre-Taylor's work with West Montgomery. Let's hear an excerpt of their conversation.
0: I'm a big fan of a and Records. And I had a couple questions I wanted to ask you about A&M. During the early years of the label, the jazz producer Creed Taylor was a big part of the A&M family. In 1967, Creed launched CTI Records as a subsidiary of A&M. Obviously, Creed passed away recently. And I wanted to ask if there were any thoughts uh, you wanted to share on Creed Taylor and what he added to A&M.
1: Oh well, Creed was one of my <clears throat> definitely one of my favorite jazz uh, producers. He was a a wonderful human being and had a he had a a vision on how to do it and what he did. He brought elegance to jazz. You know, he took some of the great jazz uh, musicians and 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 surrounded them with wonderful musicians, wonderful players, and then orchestrated some of the things that you know. Usually, you hear a, a jazz group and you hear. Uh, they play, they, they play the song, and then they play a chorus, and then they start ad libbing. And he did, he kind of organized it to where it was more understandable, and it was he just brought something that was very unique to jazz that uh, will go on forever. <clears throat> and not only that, you know, his his concept for packaging the uh, product with beautiful pictures and 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 the inside inside the cover was all the information you needed to know about the musicians that were playing and a little you know backstory so you no know, he was uh he, he was very special and and when it comes to Brazilian mu- music you know Creed was the f- one who produced uh, girl from Ipanema
3: hmm.
1: so um you know that that triggered a whole other style of music that you uh, that we started listening to. And thanks to Creed and of course, of course, Dan Getz and
0: Joao Gilberto, uh, the thing, it it really took off. And uh, Herb, one of the biggest artists Creed brought to A&M was Wes Montgomery, who, as a, as I mentioned, I'm calling you here from Indianapolis. He, I do a lot of research into the history of jazz and R&B music here. Wes Montgomery is a, probably our biggest musical icon. You know, there's a great photo of you and Wes together, probably in 67, 68. I wonder if you uh, had a chance to get to know Wes at all or work with him in any capacity.
1: I, well, I, we had several conversations. I liked him a lot. He was a, a genius. You know, he didn't know a C chord from his elbow. He was just uh, instinctive. and And we were wondering, man, how does he get that sound, that beautiful, you know, that uh, octave sound that he uses maybe he had something special but you know I was doing this show called the Hollywood Palace I was the moderator or the MC of that show and Wes was on the show and I was waiting for him to uh to show up for the rehearsal he comes in with this little amplifier that had cobwebs on the back. <laughs> you know? It was kind of an unkept co- a- amplifier. And uh, he plugged it in and boom, that, <laughs> there was the sound, you know.
2: That was the legendary trumpet player, Herb Albert, sharing his memories of Wes Montgomery and Cree Taylor. You can see her performing live on September the 22nd at the Center for the Performing Arts in Carmel. Up next, we'll hear a track from Wes Montgomery's 1967 album A Day in the Life, the first record issued on CTI. This is Wes Montgomery with Willow Weep for Me. That was West Montgomery with Willow Weep For Me, produced by Creed Taylor. That track featured Herbie Hancock on piano. Herbie played on many of West Montgomery's recordings with Creed Taylor. In 2018, WFYI's Kyle Long spoke with Herbie Hancock. They discussed his work with West Montgomery and Creed Taylor Let's hear an excerpt.
0: And you're not associated uh, often with Wes Montgomery, but uh, you played piano on more of his records than anybody but Wynton Kelly. I believe you played on five of his records, starting with uh, Going Out of My Head all the way up to the CTI records he made until the end of his life. Can you talk a little bit about your time with Wes and how you got involved in, in recording with him?
4: Wes was an amazing musician. I mean, he could play a melody with such... Heart uh, that that, it, that always deeply touched the, uh, all the listeners, and um, uh, a certain kind of simplicity uh, that um, just resonated with in, anybody. You know, it just cut through whatever complexity of, other musicians were playing. He could just do with 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 a, with a few notes. Wes, you know, invented this way of playing, um, octaves, you know, the same note, but a higher, higher version, uh, and a low, no, no, low, low version, uh, and, and to be able to play melodies with that, you know, it was his own, uh, technique that he, he invented. So he was, uh, not only a, a great player, but also kind of an inventor of a new style of playing that, that, um was picked up by george Benson and many others um uh and uh he could strike a groove <laughs> that, that that i mean you could you could you could your life could depend on that groove and it would be right there <laughs> like like a heartbeat you know so west was was a great musician and and a good great, great person to to work with and it, and uh, he was had this amazing, you know, self-taught uh, talent.
0: Was your relationship with him musically limited strictly to the studio? Did you ever do any uh, dates with him outside the studio?
4: Actually, no. But Wes didn't, like, hang out a lot mm. with people back in those days. I mean, like going to clubs and listening to other groups. I didn't, I didn't see him hanging out at night. Like that, he he stayed. Uh, um, I, I I think he would drive back to uh, Indianapolis, you know, and that that was really his home, rather than New York, where where I lived at the at the time, you know, and many jazz musicians lived in New York, and uh, he he would uh, drive to New York if he had to had to record there. At least that's what I was told. Yeah, yeah, you know, but I certainly didn't see him. I mean, I would hang out in clubs, but you never see uh, Wes hanging out. I never saw him hanging out in, in the clubs. Mm.
0: You know, you played on four of the CTI records he made at the time, right. and maybe still those records are criticized by the jazz purists as being overly commercial. and, and uh, What did you make of those albums and the music at the time?
4: Yeah, I, I don't think they're criticized by, criticized by jazz critics anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those are beautiful records. By the way, um, one reason I was on Wes's records, uh, Creed Taylor, who owned, who was like the head of that label, that was really his label, CTI. I mean, Creed Taylor, I guess, incorporated or something. Anyway, um, and he was the record producer, um, um, and so uh, Ron Carter and myself were kind of the. Maybe kind of a go-to rhythm section for for Creed Taylor, and and I th- I think that was probably the main reason I was asked to be on 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 uh, Wes's records and and other records by other artists that that recorded on CTI.
0: So it wasn't necessarily by Wes's request. You were just already had a working relationship with, uh, with Creed? Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Did you feel like that was a, an, uh, an important session to play on, or was it just another gig for you when you worked with Wes?
4: No, I was always excited to be able to, to uh, work with, with Wes. Uh, I think he he did five records on CTI, and I was on four. Mm. I know there was one, one for sure that I wasn't on. The first one he did on CTI, I wasn't on that one. Mm. But I was on the ones after that.
0: And I want to ask another question and, about. Oh, and go by ahead. By the way,
4: Creed Taylor, I, I would imagine he, he would get permission from from Wes. You know, maybe Wes didn't know didn't know me at first, and but I think you know the first time I did one of his records, uh, uh, I think that I passed the
0: test. <laughs> <laughs> That's good.
2: That was the legendary jazz keyboardist Herbie Hancock sharing his memories of recording with Wes Montgomery and Creed Taylor. Let's hear another track from Wes Montgomery featuring Herbie Hancock on piano. From the 1968 album Down Here on the Ground, this is Up and At It. West Montgomery with Up and At It produced by Creed Taylor. On this week's show we've been paying tribute to Creed. He passed away on August 22nd. He was 93 years old. Tune in next week to hear Creed's work with J.J. Johnson and Freddie Hubbard. We'll end this week's show with a track from West Montgomery's 1968 album, Road Song. This is West Montgomery with Serene, a tune written for his wife. all the time we have for this week thanks for tuning in you can meet me here on the avenue again next week, same time same place and you can find the Echoes of Indiana Avenue podcast on Spotify, iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts Echoes of Indiana Avenue is written and produced by Kyle Long and hosted and co-produced By me, Herman Butch Slaughter.